Welcome to the sound of supreme bliss This is one podcast you can't miss Connecting real issues to the Buddhist teachings To get the true meaning Come join the sound of supreme bliss Homage to the blessed one, the worthy one, the supremely enlightened one My name is Kalani and I have my friend Chavini! Welcome to our fourth episode of Sound of Supreme Bliss everyone! This week we'll be talking about competition and the fact that as lay people we are all in a rat race to constantly compete against each other. Ah uh, yes, I know all too well what you mean. It's something all of us face or will encounter at some point in our lives. I know I faced it the most in year 12 or commonly known as A-levels for some of you. There's this immense pressure to perform and do extremely well. I know what you mean. It doesn't leave you at school either. This need to compete follows you from university and then when you get a job and then also when you want to get promoted as well. And not only is there in your career or work life, but it exists in your personal life as well. And there is an expectation to buy a house by a certain time or buy a car at a certain time as well. Oh, definitely. It's, it's all like predetermined by a peer group. Like who can get started on a family the quickest or who can get promoted the quickest and then, you know, consequently Mm. buy a house thereafter. This habit of competing, it just, it gets passed down from generation to generation and we don't realize that it it could also get passed down to our children too. It's a never ending cycle that just goes on and on. I know. And the fact is this need to compete follows you throughout your life. It means that it's normalized in society pretty much. And we always see someone who is competitive and achieves these goals as driven or motivated. They always painted with in a positive light where those of us who aren't following the path of competition are then perceived to be lazy. Mm. We'd like to make a disclaimer that being driven or goal-driven is not a bad thing, but it is very, very important to be aware of your intentions. Exactly. And again, we've said it before and we'll say it again. We're like a broken record. We need to be mindful of our motivations and our attitudes towards achieving these goals. There is nothing wrong with wanting to get the best marks in school to get into a good course at uni or perform well at work to get a promotion. But we need to be careful to prevent harboring negative emotions that come with wanting to be successful. Now, Chavani, what negative emotions do you think I'm referring to here? Honestly, Kalani, I think it's like jealousy. Um, Jealousy would be linked with competition. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like it's our reflex to be jealous when others have something you want or you want to achieve. I know when I was younger, I used to be quite studious and then competitive by default. I didn't care about learning. I didn't, you know, I didn't care about all the things that I could apply into my daily life. I think I just wanted to be on top so I can like brag about it or maybe it was my ego as well. But that's just, that was my driving force when I was a lot younger. Yeah. Um, But Kalani, did having that kind of jealousy in your life make you happy? Like, because most people view jealousy as a motivator to succeed in life. And it's used as a benchmark for someone not only to achieve, but be better than or feel superior about it. 
And I think that's also the fault of people, um, how they should be aware of it. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. For me, like I was miserable. Not only was I jealous, I would start to despise the other person that would do better than me. And frankly, it's not a nice feeling to hold on to and you can accumulate demerits. The Buddhist teachings tell us to avoid jealousy, not only because it causes mental stress, but it affects your body too. You develop really negative and harmful actions towards people that you're jealous about. So it's what you're thinking mentally can kind of like manifest itself with how you feel in your day-to-day life as well. Mm. And just a reminder, just in case we've got some new listeners, demerits are any kind of bad deed and merit is any form of good deed. So Demerits are unwholesome deeds that we do verbally, bodily, and mentally. It gives you bad consequences. For example, like a short lifespan or being born in a poor family in the next life. What we should be doing is avoiding collecting demerits. It's easier to gain demerits than merits. We are constantly learning about the Buddhist teachings. And when you do learn about the Buddhist teachings, you learn to distinguish between accumulating merits and demerits. Yeah. So we actually pulled up an article that it's not very recent, it's a few decades old, that I thought was really relevant to the topic of, you know, competition and jealousy that we're talking about. Now, the one I brought up was the kind of like the con- like the scandal between these figure skaters by the name of Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan in 1994. For those that want to research it, you're more than welcome to do so. I'm just going to give you the the Sparks notes or the the cheat sheet, uh, if you will. So um, I, I remember watching a movie about it and so the there were these Olympic figure skaters and they were like vying to actually, they were trying to get into the Olympics. Um, as I mentioned, their names were Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. They were well-known rivals for many, many years. And their competitions, like they were always neck and neck at every event. So during um, the national competition, Nancy Kerrigan was attacked and it resulted in her forfeiting her place in the competition. Mm. Now, the the intent of this attack was to completely or allegedly knock out Tonya's competition and Tonya's, Tonya Harding's team was found to be responsible for these attacks with the hopes of ruining her competitor's career. Mm. Yet, the ironic thing is that in the Olympics, so this whole situation happened at the Nationals, not at the Olympics, but like fast forward a few months um, to the Olympics, Nancy Kerrigan went on to play second in the Olympics and Tonya Harding, the person that kind of, well, her team who attacked. Nancy placed eighth. Now, these two were chief rivals for such a long time, and it goes to show. So, this is like a prime example of how being jealous mentally, you start to act on it and you do things physically as well. So, it just goes to show that jealousy drives you to do actions that can be extremely dangerous and lead you to do things that you will always regret and cause immense suffering. You'll also accumulate lots of demerits, which we mentioned before. Yeah. So, from this example, Jealousy doesn't even benefit you in the in the long run. So Tonya Harding's team did all these things and she probably had to go through all these like scandals with the media and and like the like all these teams and everything. 
and she couldn't even focus on doing well in the Olympics at the end of the day. So it was all at, at a loss. She had nothing to gain from being jealous. Yeah, and it's very, it's so tragic that something like that has happened as well when it could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And jealousy leads to great sufferings like what we heard. Instead, we should develop mudita, which translates to appreciative joy. We should appreciate other people's achievements and not just accept it. We should also wish for others to do well. Mudita should run like blood circulating in your body. One way of thinking of it is think of your parents supporting you unconditionally. They do absolutely anything to make sure that you're on the right path, that you're following the right rules. You're well looked after, in other words. Yeah, and that's such a good example because like, I feel like when you say you can appreciate other people, you can always be proud of other people, but then when you think about how proud your parents are of you and that your parents are so supportive of you, it's just like on another level. Mm, and yeah. it's it's so hard to get to that level, I think, but but that, that's just like such a great like benchmark to have, definitely. Yeah, and it's it's so unconditional. Honestly, that sums it up. <laughs> the parents' love and the support <laughs> that they give, it's unconditional. We should wish for the development of others. Now, Kalani, you've mentioned uh, being jealous of some students mm. who did better than you when you were younger, but did you ever look at it this way? Hey, now that person is at the top. I can appreciate their hard work and maybe learn from them to be better. Look, I highly doubt my younger self was that wise, but (laughs) as I've gotten older and listened to more of the Buddha's teachings, I'm training myself to have that appreciative joy. The most important thing to be is mindful of jealousy and identify it. We've got a short segment from the podcast Monks in the Morning. The monk beautifully explains how to overcome it. You know, the ones who the ones who win, they will have enemies. The ones who lose, they suffer with sadness. But Buddha said one more special thing. The ones who have abandoned victory and losses, they live peacefully. They are the Arahants. So we should have the ability, we should be able to see the development of others and overcome jealousy. We may be in a competition because unfortunately that's the way society is structured. The systems are in place to force us to compete. But it's important not to let it consume us. It's very hard but it is very important. We need to accept it saying Okay, I need to finish school because without it, it's hard to get a job and sustain this lay life. We should work hard, but not to defeat others or make others jealous, but to lead a successful life. That's such a good perspective to have. The distinction between our duties in this life, such as getting a good job to um, look after our parents or provide them with care as they enter old age, rather than just being motivated by greed to achieve more and more. But fulfilling these duties, like looking after our parents and then being generous with our earnings that we make from having a good job can also help us accumulate good merits. Exactly. And this life is a rare opportunity. We should use our ambition to pursue the Dhamma and learn more about the Buddha's teachings. 
and understand impermanence will help us overcome jealousy too. Once we realize that everything we're striving for is impermanent, it puts everything else into perspective. Yeah, you're right. And it's very common for us to want to chase behind beauty or material things like houses and cars. But you got to remember that they're all impermanent. We really have nothing to gain from being jealous of other people. For example, uh, you can be jealous of another person's physical appearance, but give them a few years and that beauty will fade. Nothing is forever. Mm. Yeah. Instead, we should try to beautify or purify our minds with wholesome qualities. To go with jealousy, we've got a Jathaka story. In case you don't know what a Jathaka story is, it's a collection of Buddha's former lives. That is pretty much what a Jathaka story is. This Jathaka story is called The Curse of Mittavinda. The Supreme Buddha can see former lives of beings. This story is of a monk who was born in the Kastapa Supreme Buddha's dispensation. So a quick summary of the story. There was a monk living in a village. This presiding monk was very well looked after by the local villagers. And after some time, another monk was visiting the village monastery. And the villagers started paying more attention to the visiting monk. So one day, before the residing monk went on arms round, so for those who do not know what an arms round is, it is when monks go around the village with their bowls and villagers are free to offer food. The food is blessed by the monks and the villagers gain merits by offering food. The residing monk had knocked the wooden block or gong with his nails very lightly. The block is usually hit very hard so that everyone around knows that it's time for Andra. But because it was hit very lightly, the visiting monk did not hear it. The residing monk then went on arms round around the village and got food. Villagers started questioning what happened to the visiting monk. The residing monk's reply was that the visiting monk was still sleeping. People said that the visiting monk might be tired and gave a food parcel to be given to him. But what the residing monk did was throw the food parcel into a fire pit. This was done because he was jealous that the villagers were paying more attention to the visiting monk. Now, after the residing monk passed away, the monk was born in the hell world. The monk was also born many, many times in different lives but he suffered in every life. There was one life that he was born as a dog, but passed away from starvation because he couldn't find food. After many lives, many lives in many, 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 many lives, the monk was born again in the human world. But even born as a human, he was suffering. This is because when the monk went on arms round, people saw that the monk's bowl was full of food. But in actual fact, it was empty. People saw it as full, so therefore no one gave the monk food. Now, this was all because of jealousy from one of his lives. The karma had followed him throughout his lives. And so in each life, he's suffering. 
from the lack of food. Now, jealousy is very dangerous, as you've heard from the Jataka story and what we've been discussing this whole time. Jealousy leads us to committing unwholesome actions, which is something that we really need to avoid. And nowadays, jealousy leads to stealing lying and even killing sometimes did you know that colony you know what after reading about tonya harding i can see how it can lead to some like malicious things but i wouldn't have thought it could lead to you know some really bad things like killing as well yeah and we hear about it like on the news very often there's always stories about people getting jealous and committing these unwholesome actions um Mm. That's actually true. You know, I'm pretty sure there's so many stories. Now that I think about it, there's there must be so many stories of people killing people um, to, to probably get money or inheritance as well, like mm. out of like jealousy or greed. And you know. Yeah. You hear that a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's always a story about it on the news. By the act of jealousy and committing these unwholesome actions, it guarantees 100% that there will be suffering. Mm. This could be going to jail or even getting killed. Now, it is sometimes hard to overcome jealousy, but one way I avoid being jealous is to always keep in mind that everything is impermanent. Nothing is forever and nothing belongs to us. Honestly, after learning about the Buddhist teachings, it became a lot more easier to follow with that concept because we learn about come how it can come back to us maybe not in this life mm. but it can come back to us in the next lives um Kalani, do you have any other tips and tricks for our listeners today <laughs> look um coming from an extremely jealous person in the past um now i can say i don't know if i get jealous per se but the way i see it um i tend to so if someone has something that i like i'm just like oh wow that's cool I want to have that too, but I'm not like envious or angry about that person having that. I'm like, oh, I just want to achieve that for myself. And it's more like a personal motivator for me, if anything. But it's not, um, yeah, it doesn't make me angry to see someone else has something that I want. Oh, that's good then. Then, yeah, so you don't get jealous about it anymore and all that. <laughs> no, I've come a long way. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> Um, so everyone life isn't easy the richest person isn't always happy they still strive for more and you got to think when is enough is there such a thing to be worthy enough to be happy about being rich or happy about what you've achieved so far we're always trying to achieve more than what we have before Your actions should be done to make you a better person, not to be better than your friends or other people. Remember, your competition isn't with other people. I can't stress that enough. We see it all the time and we're always competing, but you should be working hard to make it better for yourself. It is your attitude, your unhealthy lifestyles, the knowledge you neglect and the negative behavior. That is what we should be competing against, not what everyone else has or is capable of doing. It's something that we need to work on for ourselves. Yeah, and I think to be fair, like we, we can't we can't just blame ourselves for having this attitude because it's 
like systematically what's around us. Like when you go to school, you know, only a certain amount of people can get like the best marks. You know, the bell curve exists for a reason. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Can't forget that. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> you, you can, yeah, we can never forget that. And, you know, when you go to university as well, like th- there's only a certain amount of people that can be at the top and they have like there's these quotas that need to be filled. So you're like inherently made to compete so it's very easy to get into the mindset and become jealous of like those top positions because it seems so limited Mm. but I don't think like as you mentioned there's no point being jealous of other people and their capability because you can't control them you can only control yourself so it's always good to be inspired from them and learn from them but and also be happy for them that like look they worked hard they achieved these amazing things like Look at them like you were their parent. Like, look at them like, you know, do so well. Oh, that's a good one, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> coming back to what we mentioned. <laughs> um, yeah, look at them like you were their parent and be like, look, this. Like, I'm proud of them. They're doing really well. And, like, learn from them and you can then do better yourself to, to get to that point. Mm. So jealousy should be avoided at all costs. It will take some time, but constantly remember everything is impermanent. Spread kindness to everyone and become a better person for yourself. I hope today's discussion made you think a bit about yourself and how you are as a person. Yeah, pretty much wraps it up for our discussion today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, last week I sent out some homework, um, homework that obviously won't be checked by us, but I hope it does help you. And Maybe when we get old and we don't remember much, we can flick through the book um, and rejoice in the merits that we've accumulated throughout the years. Of course. So for those of the new listeners that probably didn't catch our last episode, um, the homework was to keep a book dedicated to the good merits that you have done. So when you do something good, write it down um, and just kind of accumulate it as you go. Could be as simple as helping mum with the groceries from the car, washing the car, like your parents' cars, um, feeding birds, meditating. So when you are distressed or feeling angry about something, refer back to this book and think about all the meritorious deeds you have done before. Like I guarantee you it will make you happy and strive to do more. Mm. Let us know what sort of merits you have gained through the weekly post we put up on Facebook and Instagram um, under the name Sound of Supreme Bliss. Yeah. Um, now we would like to share merits with everyone today. Once again, I also want to mention when we are sharing merits, we will be asking permission to say our teacher's name by using the word Avasarai. This is just out of respect for our teacher. So let's share all the merits we have collected today with the heavenly beings, with our teacher, Avasarai, Most Venerable Kiribat Goranyana Nanda Thero, also known as our Pinlat Lokuswaman Vanse to us, with the Venerable Sangha, the volunteers who work hard in sharing the Buddha's teachings, and with all the participants of today's program. May you all rejoice in these merits and realize the Four Noble Truths in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Search for Sound of Supreme Bliss for more information. And you can also access uh, the Buddha's teachings in English on Colombo Dhamma Friends Facebook page, YouTube, and the website, which is serenecolombo.org. That will all be in our description for all if you want to have a look at all the links. 
Um, on YouTube, Columba Dhamma Friends has videos of discussions, sermons, and another great podcast, which is Monks in the Morning. Um, so Monks in the Morning, along with our podcast, Sound of Supreme Bliss, is also accessible on various platforms such as Spotify and iTunes. You can visit serenecolombo.org to find out about all the other platforms that you can listen to all the podcasts and all the programs. These are all platforms that you can use to keep up to date with the programs that are going on and videos and also live programs. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Santa Supreme Bliss. Supreme Bliss you can miss the sound of supreme bliss